Bonjour, your edges, and welcome to The Cup, the currently unnamed podcast where we're always ready to spill and the tea is... Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Logan, don't let me do the intro. <laughs> welcome to the currently unnamed podcast where the tea is piping hot and we're already always ready to spill. I'm Eris Envy, your punk rock hairy fairy Mary, all the way from York. My name well, is... we got there in the end. <laughs> And my name is Sam DMB, also known as Sam DeMonteverde, also known as Anissa Long, your fellow friendly non trans non binary Filipino Canadian mentally unstable hot mess, hailing all the way from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And I am finally in a place where I can like finally move on from my ex boyfriend. And I've also got some dandelion for water retention. Uh, and I'm Logan Murphy. I'm here. I'm queer. Get over it. Um, water, duh, but also coffee, because today is long. Not Anissa Long. Long, periodically time. Not Anissa Long. Well, I'm, I'm drinking an iced coffee. It's maybe vanilla flavored. Mine is also vanilla flavored, and it was hot, and now it's not. <laughs> Throw some ice in there, and you can, you too, can be a pretentious homo. Very loud. Speaking of pretentious homos, Drag Race Friends! <laughs> Episode 5 of Le Drag Race France, an episode of television that exists. I thought this episode was good. I yeah. really like this episode, actually. I have thoughts. I have feelings. I have interesting angular movements to make, and I can't wait to get into it. Oh, my shoulder's hurting. I can't I do that today. That. <laughs> Did he cry? I knew. Yes. I, knew. I saw you make that move, and I was like, you idiot. Ah, uh, yeah. My shoulder's been, like, my shoulder's kind of fucked up, and it's not fun. Oh, my God. Um, making a noise. You know what else is fucked up? The fact that uh, we walk back into the workroom and there's such sad, depressing music because Cam, uh, Cam Hugh is gone. I know. It's like, I was like, did they care that much? It was honestly giving me um, when they came back into like, it was giving Pangina, it was giving Art Simone's elimination. Um, I was like, Oh, we're giving a fuck at the gig today. Apparently. I was like, oh god, okay. Whatever, whatever. But we go to the next day in the workroom because we're just not getting uh, elimination stuff. We're getting reading the message and then 
RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, it's... Okay. They sure. enter the workroom yeah. and they're giving cat cat and pose. And pose. And pose. And, and, and more pose. Like, yeah. Uh, it's no, giving it's chops across the, the board from Laomi. But then, okay, I was kind of confused because Ellipse fully has an iPhone. I'm like, do they have their phones? There was a rumor. I remember that there was a rumor that the Drag Race France queens weren't kept off social media during filming. Okay. I actually, now that you said that, I do remember that as well. But I'm like, I'm like, seeing a phone on Drag Race is so strange because, like, if we see a phone, it's like a prop, like, iPhone 3 or whatever. Yeah. But this was, like, this was a very good camera on that iPhone. I don't know what generation because I don't iPhone. Uh, personally, I Google. But, um... Roomtish. Oh. I set off my Google. That's lovely. Um, no, I have a Google Pixel. It's the phone I have. But well, anyway. I love that for her. Right. Um, so we go into, or Nikki walks into the workroom in a mullet. But the yeah. suit was actually really cute. I love she it. looked great. She's giving Drag Race Thunderdome just a little bit. She is giving workroom looks, and I kind of love it. She really is. I don't think she needed the extensions. I think the extensions looked like they had seen war just a little bit, but I loved everything else about the outfit. Valid. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, looks like it went to war, we we get a mini challenge. <laughs> Another partner mini challenge. Has every mini challenge been a partner mini challenge? Except for the other reading. than reading and the rock and roll. With the so every so every time there's an uh, an even number of queens, it's a paired mini challenge. I guess. I guess. Sure. Were there even one for the? first episode? No, for the first episode it was a photo shoot. It was a photo shoot. Oh, okay. Every time since then, so only... So the, so the baguette and... Yeah, so baguettes and then... The two out of five. Literally. Baguettes and beauty parlor with extra special workroom guest famous Anthony. makeup artist. And, yeah, Anthony. Anthony. Anthony something. I'm gonna be honest. I this is no shade because he's probably a lovely person. He looked like the French James Charles, and I couldn't get it out of my brain. Yeah. I would rather have someone shit in my mouth and slap me than say I'm the anything version of James Charles. You're that? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they have to do this partner challenge where one partner is like the makeup client, the other person is the makeup artist, but the makeup artist has these like kaleidoscope glasses on. I thought this was dumb and stupid and cute. And I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's a fun mini challenge. I appreciate that they're doing dumb, stupid mini challenges on Drag Race France because we don't get that a lot anymore on the U.S. version, so I do, I do really appreciate yeah. that. Like it's I really like, miss when they did like the. I remember on season two they did chicken or what? Oh, not yeah, chicken or what? That. that was the and first. And now it's stuff like violently thrust yourself into the member of the pit crew to try and pop this balloon. The the one mini challenge that I will always remember as my favorite mini challenge of all time is actually from season eleven where they did the um 
potato sack race. And they're all like, it's just the titties the bouncing, the titties bouncing. And then because Evie got injured in the Olympic challenge the week before, she's just like standing in place, just like, ooh, tits. <laughs> it's just so stupid. And I remember, because that's the one thing Sugarcane won on season 11. <laughs> oh, that's right. Um... But I was like, I always remember that challenge because it was so stupid. And then I think it was Sugar that like fell over, or someone like fell oh over. God. I don't. Remember. We never heard from Sugar Cane again. No, I'm kidding. Um, Sugar Cane, honestly. High Point Coffee. Honestly, the winners of the challenge end up being Soa and the Grand Dame. I think the full like performance of it all for me personally, I would have given it to Ellipse and Lolita. I think right because Ellipse really dug into the character, but then also Paloma and Bertha had this like whole like character piece. Like it felt like a character study. I was like, "Hello, (laughs) what is happening?" But also with like end result of like. How how this makeup looks? Yeah, I thought it should have also went to Ellipse and Lolita. Right, like they were giving Ellipse you didn't look angular contouring. Yes, very that. Um, but it doesn't matter because so in the Grand Dame win, whatever. We move on to the maxi challenge, and it's the girl group. Yay! It feels oddly late in the game to do. Girl groups. I mean, but they, then if you remember, if you remember UK one, it was at top six. Well, and then I think Espana had it at nine. early. It was at yeah, nine. Like, there were two groups with nine people, and like yeah, one with yeah. five, five, and I was like, okay. I'm trying to think of where it's been else. In Canada, three, Canada three, was at eight. Canada was at eight. I N T. I big fat pussy in tea. I love, I love. Um, but yes, so Soa and Legrandom get to pick their teams. Soa gets first pick, and she's like really, really debating on this pick. She end up, she ends up picking Ellipse. That guy, honestly. I, I think it's because I'm pretty sure she wanted to pick Bertha. But because her and Bertha have, like, worked together so much so far, she's, like, trying to do something a little bit different. For me, my first pick in this challenge is Lolita Banana, point blank and the period. Agreed. Yeah. Like... Pick the dance queen. Exactly. If you're a dance queen, pick the dance queen, and then pick whoever, like, of the two that are left, pick the person with the better personality. Or, like, the personality that will mesh with your group. Oh, and suspect has good vocals. That part. And the group ended up being good. So it's Soa, Ellipse, and Lolita. And then the other group is La Grand Dame, Big Bertha, and Paloma is picked last. And that kind of just affected her this entire episode. Like, yeah. she, they say it in the critique, but, like, she gave up at the start of this challenge. Um, but also there was some shenanigans and tomfoolery happening. We'll talk about it. But oh wait, sorry. Mm-hmm. Another thought. We're gonna backtrack to the mini challenge. I just remember mm-hmm. this moment 
of Naked Doll being like, okay, you all get to chill. And they all just end up taking like a one minute, like. Not even a one minute, like a 30 second nap. And then Naked Doll. Sometimes that's all you need. Stop. Arrête. And we all of a sudden we get this big, we get the shot of Big Bertha's ass with her laying down legs open. I was not mad at it. I was not mad at it either. I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Because later on, I'm going to jump to this because it doesn't matter for the context of the um, episode. But when they walk back into the workroom on elimination day, the way Bertha was like manhandling Lolita and like doing all these stunts, I was like. You're to be my bet. Not this. Not this again. We also find out that the song that they're doing is called Boom Boom. They were clearly inspired by uh, Canada's Drag Race. Uh, by Ranger General Boom Boom. <laughs> Deputy Detective Boom Boom. Um, <laughs> with Lava La Boom Boom. Lava La Boom Boom, yeah. Saw the Boom Boom. La Big Boom Boom. <laughs> La Grand Boom Boom. Un, deux, trois, boom, boom. Oh, God. Go check out our two hours of madness for the Canada's Drag Race premiere, because, oh, boy, that was <laughs> something. Um, sure was something. <laughs> I hate everything. Um, but so we find out there's also a pop version and a rock version. Now, this is giving me very... UK season three tees with up with the um tempo and the mid tempo situation. Um, they're kind of like debating back and forth. Um, Le Grand Dom's team, which is then um, they choose the name of like Les Sœurs Jacquettes. The Jacket Sisters. Confusion, but okay. Um, they end up picking the pop version. And the nails, which I love that as a group name, honestly. Um, for a rock group? Absolutely. They end up picking the rock track. And so we get a little bit of workroom with Nikki. Everybody's talking about what they're doing. Bertha talks about how her verse is going to be about consent, which I love. But Nikki's like, make sure you're also keeping it like pop friendly, I guess, is like the best way to put it. Which I think Bertha did. Um, but it kind of bleeds into the recording itself where like someone else with like a message that is very clearly displayed here is Ellipse where she's talking about, you know, the mistreatment of queer people. She has this like screaming moment. I thought that was really powerful. Um, I don't know if y'all had any other specific moments from this section that stood out to you. Yeah. That one producer, Taj. Uh, That's all. I mean, I'm, I remember for our Spotify yeah. listeners, I'm making eyeballs at the camera that suggest I would like to do things with that producer yeah. because he is very, very fine. Or at least he's the kind of person I would tap on Grinder. Yeah. Yeah. But Sam, go ahead. I mean, in terms of like the recording sessions, I thought. Oh, Paloma's kick. 
I, I love that they had a moment about the like, <laughs> Right. I just nearly fell off my chair. Bitch. Can we not today? Anyway, high kicks from Paloma. High kicks from Paloma. Oh, was that all? Um, I mean, I really enjoyed the scream from uh, Ellipse as well as the the high note from uh, Bertha. Um, I'm trying to remember something from the other queens. Uh, I remember I was Legrand Dom was struggling. Legrand yeah, was she struggling was for her life. Um, Lolita, I seem to be doing pretty fine. Lolita again, one take and done. Mm-hmm. She did it in this. She did it in the acting challenge. Why are we sleeping on Lolita Banana? She's a professional. That's a production thing. It's not even judging. Like it's a production thing. No, we'll talk about it. But yeah, I I don't think I wrote anything else down. Legrandon is struggle, struggling and ellipse and screaming. That's all I wrote down. So we go to the elimination day in the workroom and they start having this conversation about, you know, they've talked about drag families, but they're going to talk about um, biological families. And there's like a whole conversation about like who knows that you do drag or don't do drag. And so talks about how her dad doesn't know that she does drag because at this point, She's in her 30s. Like, she's going to do whatever she's going to do. In her confessional, she's like, if you see this dad, hi. But, like, he knows that I'm going to do... He knows that when I put my mind to something, I'm going to do it 100%. So, I thought that was a really nice perspective to see. Because a lot of times, when it comes to, like, family not knowing that you do drag, um, in some cases, like, it reveals a whole other thing. And in some cases... You literally don't win Drag Race because of it, a la Kimchi. But it's, like, I, I thought this was a lovely, lovely perspective to see that, like, yeah, my dad doesn't know I do drag, but also, like, if he finds out, cool, whatever. Like, I'm an adult, I'm gonna do what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that leads into Lolita talking about how her family is very, very supportive of her doing drag, she gets very emotional, talks about her HIV status, um, which we'll talk about more as well with the runway. But yeah, it was it was a very, very powerful moment. And I truly thought they were once again setting up Lolita to go home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm because I'm cynical when it comes to drag race at this point. Like Honestly, I felt like they really set Ellipse up for the elimination because we got that conversation from Ellipse in mm-hmm. the workroom. I'm now yeah. trying to remember what Ellipse said. I'm going to be honest, I don't. It was something about her family, I think. Oh, growing up in the countryside and being yeah. Oh, yeah. an LGBT. Yeah. Yeah, I... I I really appreciate with, like, now that we're five, we're over the halfway point with France, I am really appreciating that they're taking a lot of time to, like, highlight the queer perspective in France beyond just, like, the drag of it all. Yeah. Like, how these people are actually being treated um, as queer people in France. And as someone who is not from France, 
I really appreciate seeing that. And I appreciate that a lot of the international franchises have done that. Um, I think specifically of France, Espana, and then Thailand did, does a very good job of that as well. Mm-hmm. So again, I'm going to say, if you haven't watched Drag Race Thailand, you're missing out on some great drag. But, um, but yeah, so that is that is that. Shall we move to talk about the challenge on the runway? Uh, sure. mm-hmm. Work, La Diva. So we're going to talk about the girl groups, and then the runway was uh, La Nuit de Milen. Um, we'll talk about Milen Farmer because she's a woman I didn't know before I watched this episode. So, yep. mm-hmm. education. Let's start with Les Sœurs Jacquettes. What do we think of this performance? The, the only thing being the person that I am, uh, I can only think of Grand Dame um, jig- jiggling her ass at the beginning and basically throughout the entire performance. Um, I was like, I was like, okay with it. Although the job of the mixing between the vocals oh. and the music for this next thing was car crush was atrocious yeah i've never seen anything quite like it and also it was bad this group was bad okay thank you because i i thought it was crazy sorry go ahead berta berta is the only one who like delivered anything for me from this group like paloma seemed really out of it and the grand dame just kept on like slamming her hands into her crotch for dance moves and it's like, ah, now I understand why they're afraid to put you in the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, Brit- I like that they're all wearing red hair. Yeah. yeah. I hate this outfit on Paloma. What are the heck Paloma is wearing? I don't like yeah. any of their outfits, I'll be honest. Because, like, Paloma's is just, like, it looks like a mess. Le Grand Dom's is cute, but I don't think it fits this we've vibe. Seen it three times now. We've seen it three times now. And yeah. Bertha, unfortunately, we've seen this from Bertha plenty of times. Yeah. And like well, and what frustrates me as well, and we'll talk about it a little bit more with Ellipse's runway, but when Nikki is like, I want to see something different from you as far as runway is concerned, I'm like, why are we not saying that honestly to all three of these girls? Yeah. I don't remember hearing anything about how like the girls looked during like the challenge. No. Cause I feel like that's such an important thing to kind of factor in with judging yeah. as well. An H and M dress in a challenge can send you home. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. Can also send RuPaul to the uh... that part. This entire performance frustrated me because I thought Bertha, I thought Bertha's verse and performance were good. I got absolutely nothing from Le Grand Dame. Absolutely nothing. Her verse was like all she's talking about is like Met Gala, Fancy Gala, and then she does like a handstand, and it like made no sense. And she's like shaking her ass. She's like grabbing her ass the whole time. It, Paloma was a goddamn mess. I don't know what happened. It was Paloma and Ellipse's mixes specifically were the ones that were fucked up. Yeah. And it makes me wonder if they specifically set Paloma and Ellipse to be in the bottom of this episode. A hundred percent. 
So they could avoid having a plumber and grand arm lip sync. Which is what it should have been. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Like, um, this just frustrated me. Oh, I also pulled it. I I meant to I meant to put it on screen. I pulled Nikki's face. They cut to Nikki after Paloma performs. And of course, Nikki as a host has to be like, woo, yeah, yeah. But Nikki's face was like the gaggetry of it all. I'm gonna see if I can see what's like, up really huh. Literally, I'm just like, it just hmm. I mean. Well, actually, I was going to talk about the split the Paloma did as well at the end, but then those knees are stiff, girl. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that says everything. Yeah, she's pulling a face that says, I'm very happy I now also have this in my arsenal of reaction images. Um, that makes me personally very happy. You need to get John Lundvik. Oh my god, I need to get John Lundvik. Anyway. I didn't even think about that. Anyway, this was a goddamn mess. The whole group should have been in the bottom. Yeah. Because the nails, literally all three of them fucking killed it. All three of them ate it. Ellipse, oh, yeah. Ellipse had no, no place whatsoever being in the bottom. No. The entire team of the nails cleared the jacket potatoes quite severely. Wait, also, I want to take a moment to talk about Ellipse's body. Because Ellipse has such a nice body. Well, okay, and then here's where I got frustrated, because this also goes into Ellipse's critique specifically, but they're talking about how Ellipse hasn't had versatility. Is this look not different than anything else she's done? It yeah. is. I, I can't tell you, like, an instance where it's like, oh, Ellipse keeps on wearing the same stuff. Like, she like, has I a thing for flares and big shoulders. But she keeps it versatile. She switches the colors up. She switches the textures up. And I don't think we got the same silhouette all that much. Is it a is it a lot of similar things? Yes. I'll I'll get. I went back and looked because I was really curious. I feel, and like I feel like some of the critiques that were um, mentioned in this episode, like obviously, production probably knew Ellipse was just gonna go home, and they probably just made it that way. So they're just trying yeah. to stuff for the judges to see. Oh, a hundred percent. This is one of those instances where she was planned to go. They didn't expect her to do as well in the challenge as she did, and now we have to Michelle massage it up and find the stupidest reasons to put her in the bottom and send her home. She actually had like one of my favorite outfits from the challenge. She looks so Lolita good. Really great outfits. Lolita looks so. So this one looks fine. Yeah, so it looks fine, but like Lolita and Ellipse look really mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. Actually, um, one thing I'll say about her is I love that she's missing the nails from her middle fingers specifically. Like, if you look, both of her middle fingers have shorter nails than the rest of her hands. Oh my god, I love that. That's actually clever. That's and clever. also, that hair is like really cool. The Yeah, I thought her verse was really, really good as well. She um, had the best verse, in my opinion. Wait, I disagree. Wait. You think Sawa, Eris? Uh, yeah. I think honestly Lolita. Well I personally I personally really like Soa's verse too. I like Soa's, but I personally preferred Lolita. Yeah, Lolita okay. I, Lolita had a great verse too. Yeah. Honestly, it's Lolita like, and then Soa like right below her though for right. me. Like honestly, I really liked Ellipse's verse too. 
the mixing. Yeah. You're so dirty. Honestly, for me, Ellipse plays third in this challenge. I agree. I agree. This was the and there is a wide margin between third and fourth. Yeah. Yeah. I. I'm frustrated because this is the kind of judging that I hate about Drag Race. And I thought we weren't going to see that on France. And now we're seeing it on France. Yeah. But. I could just, I could just I look at this outfit on Ellipse all day it. because I think mm -hmm. Ellipse looks so hot. <laughs> oh, yeah. But. Ellipse, please show more body in your drag because. That part. You have, amazing, you have an amazing body for drag. Yes. Category for the runway is La Nuit de Mil Milan, a reference to Milan Farmer, who is, I found out, one of the most famous French singers of all time. So, um, which I love. Love it. Um, but let's talk about the runway. First of all, the judges. I remembered to pull the looks this week um, with special guest judges, Shime. And Yanis Marshall. Yanis Marshall. I, I don't know if this is just like a common like thing that is known. I didn't know Yanis Marshall was French. I didn't, know, didn't that know he was French either. Actually, I thought he was Spanish. I thought yeah. I thought it was Greek. Really? Oh Giannis. yeah, because Yanis does sound a bit Greek. It does. Yanis is pretty is a pretty Greek name, so. Yeah, I was like, I'm super excited to see Yannis Marshall again on Drag Race. I don't know why they stopped bringing him in. They brought him in one time on Drag Race US. Because he nearly made Raja O'Hara cry. Oh, fuck, I forgot about that. It's like, you shouldn't have told me you had dance experience, mama. <laughs> that part. But I thought, yeah. Honest. Evil honest, behavior. <laughs> honestly, I just want to talk about Kitty Smile. Yes. Like, every week, this lovely human is slaying the game. I also think Nikki looks phenomenal. Nikki so looks Daphne. Yeah. And Daphne does, all five of them look great. I love, is this a pantsuit on Daphne? I think, I think so. so. I love, I want those pants. I love Shime's outfit as well. Shime looks great. I did not know her, but love her. She seems fabulous. Mm -hmm. um, if the category wasn't about Milan Farmer, I assume we probably would have gotten a song of Shimes. Um, and maybe that wouldn't have gotten uh, blocked in every country but France. We'll talk about it. Again, um, I thought Yanis looked real cute. The shoes were cute. The blazer, I love purple. So, like, cool. Party. It's Balenciaga. That part. Let's start with Ellipse. I thought this was so different for her. I thought she looked lovely, gal. Yeah, I agree. I thought she looked amazing. I mean, the big shoulders and the flare pants is like very much what Ellipse does. But I do think it's like different compared to what the rest of Ellipse's outfits have been. Absolutely. Yeah. Also, I'm going to be judging this not on reference to Milan Farmer because they also didn't show the reference looks. So I literally have no reference to what this is. So I'm just going to judge it as a piece of fashion on the runway. Um, I think this I, truly is a piece of fashion on the runway. I agree completely. It is a garment that is giving interesting angular movements. Exactly. Thank you, Sam, for doing it, because I'm not going to do it because my shoulder hurts. Um, do it with your hand. There we go. There you go. 
Um, honestly, my cup's at like ninety. I think the lips looks great. Yeah, my my cup is at ninety as well. My cup's at like eighty. Sure. I, I'm like, is this the best she's looked? Mm, I'm trying to think. No, because I, I really was, like that. No, 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 no. The ties. The ties. Yeah, there you go. The ties were fierce. I personally I, really love the flower look, too. You I was about to say the flower look, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good on your lips. Let's move to the Grand Dame. She had a reveal, which I did not take a photo of, because eh, whatever. Um... The way they absolutely just, like, screamed for this look. I'm not going to compare her to this queen, but I'm going to compare the reaction of the judges. It gave me very Dovima Normi. Yeah. In the way that the judges are just, like, absolutely obsessed with her. And I like Le Grand Dame, don't get me wrong. Much more than Dovina Normi. Exactly. This is not... Uh, does she look good? Yes. Is this groundbreaking in any possible way? No. Because what we've got is we've got on a lot of, from Le Grand Dame specifically, we've got on a lot of gowns with interesting structure and then a structured hair. Yeah. Interesting angular movements, if you will. Interesting angular But like... Honestly, if anyone needs to be told about versatility, it's maybe Le Grand Dame. And like, I love a yeah. lot of her looks. Yep. But she does need to change up a little, a little bit. It's similar to Cam, where... Cam had really yes. amazing looks, but they were all corset dresses. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, her first look was this, like, black and white clashing jacket moment. I liked the jacket. Yes, the jacket was lovely, Gail. I l I'm not opposed to the dress either. Um, I don't hate I it by any means. Yeah, same. Yeah. Lack of versatility for me. Yeah, I mean, what did I give a lips a 90? I'll give Le Grand Dame a 90. I just want to see something different. I'm going to give Grand... Yeah, I'm also going to give Grand Dame a 90. I'm going to give Le Grand Boom Boom a 75. Not Le Grand Boom Boom. Let's move to Soa. She has this red... Um gown moment to start and then reveals into this look. So the original gown was very it was like kind of a kimono silhouette well, well like more of yes. a dress with a wizard sleeve. It's, it was very yeah. it it kind of gave me like the a similar runway to like River Medway. Sure, mm. yeah. The one where she should have won the challenge. The rich, yeah. Um I'm gonna be really honest. I don't love this. And I love Soa. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it, too. I really like this hair. I will say, I really like the hair. Uh, yeah, I know. I love the hair and makeup. Um, but, like... If I was... If I, like, if I saw this at a gay bar, I would be living. I would be living, but it's a... It's, it's, it's a tube top. And She's a giving you multi-pass realness. I'm just not feeling it. I think the performance of the look was good. Mm -hmm. I'm just not blown away by this. 
Yeah. In a way that I've been blown away by so it is yeah, it's very fifth element, but yeah. Just giving you the fifth element, the sixth element, the seventh element. I want like I want like accessories. I think that's what I'm missing, is I'm missing like an accessory. A bracelet. Um, like maybe some interesting thing on her on her legs to compliment her legs. Like honestly, and I don't I don't know what the exact reference is. So the exact reference earrings too. She's not even wearing, they're not even wearing any earrings. Ooh, I will say this actually, I think this is my favorite makeup from Soa. I agree. I the agree. Was really good today. Um, I was gonna say maybe like a strappy sandal to highlight the leg. Oh, I think like that would have taken very that, yeah, like something to highlight the leg. Yeah, I, could... I, know, I know you can get like some like boots or like some sandals that kick. Can that kind of have this like belt kind of thing yeah um someone wore some i think oh god was it i think it was trinity the tuck on season nine for the rainbow where she had like the black bodysuit with all the belts but the belt the shoes also had the belts on them mm. I think maybe something like that but maybe like in white or even just like just belts and shoes Mm. With leg exposed, I don't know. I'm gonna give Soa. Mm, I'm gonna give Soa 75. I'm gonna give her a 65. I'm gonna give her a 7A. And what about her? I mean, you split the difference, so I'm not mad at it. Let's move on to Paloma. Paloma also had a reveal. She starts in. I, oh God, it was it was a red look as well. No, it was a black it was, look. It was a black look. It was like a black leather look. Kind of a yes. black gown. The shoulders were giving that interesting angular movement. Um, I feel like we uh, now have to get... Uh, once we do merch, it has to be interesting angular movements. I feel like it has to be. Anyway. Um, um, I pers- I'm not mad at this dress, but it doesn't seem to... Fit? Fit. <laughs> Like it's the it's the it's very it's pace. very droopy on Paloma. Yeah, Paloma is thick thin, and um, yeah. she's not wearing. I don't believe she's wearing any kind of tea here. So now, yeah, the booster is just kind of existing. Yeah, yeah. What I will say is the hair is fantastic. Like, I love the hair. I love this hair. I actually really like the outfit. Other than the fit, I think it's a really beautiful garment, and it looks really. I lovely. agree. And this was very personal to her as well. I don't remember. She talks about it being both looks being a reference to a specific album of Milan Farmer. Um, That she listened to when she didn't have friends. Yeah. So for that, I love that she was able to celebrate this memory of hers. Um, You know what? You know what this white um, look kind of gave me? hmm. It gave me... um, Davina the Campos makeover look, <sighs> which I which sure. I, sure. I think this outfit's like not that bad either. Well, you hear what you want to hear. I just think Davina the Campos did it better. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give Paloma a seventy-five. I am gonna give Paloma an eighty. Oh, sorry, no, seventy. Mm, I'm gonna give this 
An 82.125. Anyway. La Big Bertha. Now, okay. In the critique, the word that they used to describe this was cosplay. And so I'm confused because Bertha said this was specifically a tour look? Uh, I believe so. From like a 2013, I think, it tour that Mila and Farmer did. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm confused why we're getting a cosplay critique. I need to check something really quick. Is Milan Farmer still alive? I think so. Yeah, so uh, yeah. Bertha says she's embodying Milan Farmer from her 2013 Timeless concert. I'm gagged that I remembered that year. <laughs> Full tea. Oh, she um, played a character on. Oh no, she didn't. I was hmm. gonna say she played a character on Miraculous Ladybug, and that's not true. Oh. There's actually just a character named Milan on. Oh. on Work. Work La Diva. Now with this look, it's. I hate it. Yeah. What? I, I hate, hate it. it. You hate it. I hate it. I think she looks good. I hate it. She you hate looks... it. Yes. Nah. She looks all right. It's not the best that she's looked though. My difficulty is this like crotch situation where it's just cut weird and it's like protruding from the body. I also don't love this like random peach tool situation happening. I don't think that flatters her in any way. I don't think that this outfit gives her any sort of shape. Um, I think the hair is fine, and obviously it's specific, It's a specific reference, so I get that. But I just don't think... I don't, I don't like this. It's... The outfit alone is cute. Um, but... For on Big Bertha, it doesn't look like it kind of fits her either. Mm. Like it can get a bit more of like a cinched waist. Um, but I'm looking at the like uh, 2013 timeless tall outfit, sure. and it looks a lot like this. Oh, that's good. There's okay. just not peach tool on that version. Oh, is it what? What is it? Not that it matters, but. It's just not there. Oh. But, like, the rest of the bodysuit is pretty accurate. Then okay. Why, then why include it? I don't know. I can only find this one picture of it, so I don't sure. know if, like... Right. Maybe there was something sure. on her shoulder and she yeah. pulled it off. Because okay. to me, it does look like two cute ideas put together, but it doesn't work well together. Yeah. But the hair and makeup look good. Neck up, she looks great. How dare you? I'm my cup's eighty percent full. I like it when she spreads her arms actually, and you get the the tool kind of hanging. Oh, yeah. I thought that was cute. Um, with that being said, my cup is at a seventy. I think because I'm gonna raise it a little bit because from what Eris is saying, it matches the original pretty closely. So in that regard, I will give her a sixty. 
Oof. I just really don't like this. Sorry, Bert. You hear what you want to hear. And last up, Lolita Banana. This was just perfection in every possible way. It was powerful. Yeah. She comes out, it's like a black tulle hoodie dress situation, or hooded. That's probably the better way to say it. Revealing into this look with the U equals U. This was so incredible. Absolutely. It seems like Mel- Melen Farmer is like a big fan of cover-ups of yeah. jackets yeah. and capes. She seems like a reveal queen, which honestly, sure. Um, Lolita talks in this section as well about how um, Melen Farmer took proceeds from one of her albums and donated it to a an organization for fighting HIV AIDS, which is also fantastic. Um, yeah, I thought this was absolutely stunning. It's so, it's such a powerful message. And beyond that, Lolita looks fantastic here. My cup is overflowing. My cup is also overflowing. I, this was so well executed. Um, I, for what, what did it for me was kind of like all the blood that's kind of like smearing yeah. on her skin. Yeah. Yeah, folks. The outfits alone's cute. The makeups, the makeup and hair, I enjoy. Um, yeah, this was very well done. Yeah, my cup is almost like my cup's at ninety. Eh? Hmm. Why? <laughs> I just wish there was more to the actual garment. Like maybe if it I... went down further. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, overall, I don't think this was a this was a particularly great runway. But then again, I don't love. No. I've started to not love these Night of a Thousand whatever whatevers. Mm-hmm. Like they slowly just keep getting worse. In my yeah, opinion, it's very limited. I think that's the word that comes to mind when like these queens are presented with that topic. I think limited because it's very hard unless you've got someone like. Madonna. Madonna, Gaga, Cher, people who've got like a massive repertoire because they're well, changing their well, and I, well, and I think specifically to the last one we saw, which was season 14, where they couldn't do any like movie or music video looks from JLo because they didn't pay for the rights. Actually, and the so, last like, time we had this was Night of a Thousand Dollies. Oh, shit. But then again, like, we didn't really get much. And I say this with a lot of love for Dolly in my heart. Mm-hmm. Dolly has a very particular style and has stuck to that style for all these years. Yeah. It's not, she's not like Cher who switches it up every decade. Mm-hmm. Right. That being said, I would go to Waffle Dolly Parton. Same. Same. Um, favorite runway? Lolita Banana. Lolita Banana. Yeah, I'm going to agree. I'm going to say Lolita. Bad. Should we get the critiques? And immediately, Nikki says, you performed in teams, but you're being judged individually. And that's the moment I knew Ellipse was in the bottom. It's giving very sugar cane. Yeah. 
Honestly, yeah. I think I'm like kind of as mad as I was with sugarcane. Yeah. And this is like a, a big, a big uh, improvement on my opinion on ellipse, honestly. Yeah. Because, like, I didn't love ellipse the first couple weeks. But, but... ellipse finally opened up towards like the last two, three weeks where we got to see more of who ellipse is as a person and more of who ellipse is as a human. Yeah. And we got to see them be real and not be the shy person in the background. Yeah. Which makes it sad that once they finally open up, they're like, okay, bye. Happens all the time on Drag Race, though. And reality TV in general. That part. Um, but we got the top three are uh, Lolita, Bertha, and Soa. The bottom three being Ellipse, Paloma, and La Grande Dame. <clears throat> and we find out that the winner of the Maxi Challenge is Soit Muse. I think I disagree. I would have given it to Lolita. I also would have given it to Lolita, I think. Mm. I'm very happy that Soul won. First Don't get me wrong. Two wins. Very that. I love that Soa's track record is a win, bottom two, bottom two, high win. Like, I'm just obsessed with that, honestly. Played. Never face. Either absolutely tanks or she almost wins. You know who else did that and won their season? Priyanka. Piranica. Piranica. I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, I think it was very, very close between Soa and Lolita. Lolita. I definitely would have just said that team was the win. Yeah. And I'm frustrated that Ellipse was not included in that because I thought Ellipse did better than all three of the other team combined. Yeah. yeah. What if a... it could be like one of those things uh, in concern of like Swat, Swat the Muses win if just because like they were team captain? Because they Probably. did race. But they tip, the, yes. But the other thing with that is that typically if you look at when that happens, that typically happens at the beginning of seasons. Right. So it's it's just like weird. I don't... Odd. Yeah. Because I think of like... Yeah, because I think of um the Vixen. I think of... Uh, the like, first, my first thought was Vixen, yeah. Sahara Davenport. Um, yeah. Nina West. Yeah. With that horrific fringe look. Oh God. I don't wanna I don't wanna think about that. Anyway, we get a bottom two of Ellipse and Paloma. It should not have been Ellipse, it should have been the Grand Dame. Yeah. Yeah. And the Grand Dame probably would have gone home because she could not move in that dress. No. Yeah. And I love Paloma and I think Paloma's great. I mean, in my opinion, Paloma did win this lip sync, but Ellipse shouldn't have been there. Yeah. I disagree. Well. So they lip sync to Libertine by uh, Milan Farmer. Uh, once again, was blocked anywhere but France, but thankfully, lovely people on Twitter uploaded the actual lip sync. Thank you, Eris. Um, not that you uploaded it, but shared it. I appreciate that. Um, 
I thought this was the best overall lip sync of the season so far. Agreed. Absolutely. For me, Paloma was a little messy. Mm. I did have a moment where I thought we might be getting a double Shantae just because Nikki was really dragging things out with her lips. I was like, oh, is she going to, she going to, no. I don't, because it's a season one, none of it, I don't think a single season one has had a double save. Like across the world. Oh, wait, no, that's why. No, I was, um, no, I was going to say Italia. We don't talk about Italia. True, but it did happen there twice in six episodes. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I... It's difficult for me because the di- my biggest issue with this lip sync is when Paloma goes back down to the ground and then she tries to do the, like, traditional hair flip but then it just gets caught in her face. And you can see her thinking yeah. while she's lip syncing. Whereas like, I don't think Ellipse did anything groundbreaking, but I thought Ellipse served a very, very good lip sync. Ellipse stayed consistent. Very that. Whereas yeah. I, I got peaks and valleys from Paloma. And if I'm looking at her lip sync performance for me personally, I want more consistency. Yeah. And so in that case, I maybe would have given the win to Ellipse. Yeah. But I figured because production and track race, track record. Paloma has a win, Ellipse doesn't. Boo. Yeah. So we lose Ellipse, and I am upset given the circumstances of the challenge. I'm also upset. Yeah. It's giving you a little stinky. Yeah. But I'm very happy that Ellipse was on this season. I grew to really, really like her. I think she's a great drag queen. That's Does that mean there's only Paris queens left now? Technically, yes. So a queen who performs in Paris will be winning this season. Shocking. Truly. Um, I'm a little excited for next week, I'll be honest, because it is the perfume challenge. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so excited to make so many references to, um... Dress Code by Ivy Winters. No, I was doing, um... No, no, what was Coco's? Rue Animal by Coco. I'm so excited to make Red. For Phil's. Are you red? That is one of my favorite challenges of all that time. That was such I a good challenge. So I'm so glad we're it again. I mean, that, awesome. is the, that is the birthplace of Alyssa's secret. Red for Phil's. Ruanimal. Delusion. Like, it also helps oh, that comes from oh, one of the... I'm thinking juicy! Oh my god. A little thick and extra and juicy. I and also... Uh, the whole episode seems to be very dramatic. Yes. Something it happens. seems like I'm going to say this now and if it comes true it's on the internet for everybody to come back to. I think one of Paloma, Legrand Dom, or Bertha is going home next episode. I have a feeling it's going to be 
Mm. My suspicion is that it might be a Soa and Bertha. Bertha. Yeah, and then and they, and they, but but they would keep. Would they keep Soa? It depends Probably. on the song. Because it would be her third lip sync. It would. It would. I think it would depend on the song. She's. I would be you shocked I, if Lolita doesn't go home next week, but we'll see. Has but Bertha, Lolita is really funny. Has Bertha won a challenge? No, Bertha and Lolita have not won a challenge. Who's the other person? Oh, Cam! I forgot Cam won a challenge. Cam did win a challenge. Won a challenge, went home the week after. Rest in peace, immunity. Very I don't know. I just feel like... I mean, that reaction very well could be also for Lolita. And if Lolita does go home, I'm going to be very happy to see that that's the reaction of the judging panel. But... I don't know. I'm interested. I'm very interested. Mm. But with that, we finally did a Drag Race episode under an hour. Yay! Look at us! Look at us! So we're going to get out of here, but make sure to subscribe, like, and share on the way out. Thank you for all of your support for France, by the way. We've gotten a lot of great support on our France coverage, so thank you to the people of France, and also to not the people of France. Um... But very, very that. So in that case, ellipse. Ellipse. Woo. Bye. Au revoir. Na 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 na